I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. What's the one thing you don't leave home without? Earlier you might have said keys, phone, wallet, now it's a mask. Most states have made masks mandatory and some like Kerala and Bihar find people who step out without them. In fact, Kerala has recently said people will have to follow COVID-19 restrictions like wearing masks in public till next July. As quickly as this virus is spreading, masks are probably the best protection now. There's one simulation that researchers did and predicted that 80% of the population wearing masks could do more to reduce COVID-19 than really strict lockdowns. But what if you could take that one step further and have a mask that actually destroyed the virus? That's what a group of scientists and entrepreneurs in Bengaluru decide to try. And they've created a six-layered mask coated with a chemical that actually destroys the virus. Welcome to Startup Inc. I'm your host, Shalini Omachandran, and I'm an associate editor at Mint. Before we begin, let me tell you what this show is not about. We won't be chasing news on funding, valuation, exits, acquisitions. Instead, we'll bring you the story of startups, how they're changing the way we work and the way we live. I don't know about you, but I don't always remember to wash my mask the moment I'm back home. I just hang it on a hook near the door and sometimes reuse it when I go out again. That's days later. So apparently if you put your unwashed mask under a microscope, you'd see that it's teeming with bacteria, fungi and viruses. These could possibly spread inside your house if you use a reusable unwashed mask just lying around. And one-time use masks really are an environmental hazard, they're just not a good idea. So these scientists and entrepreneurs in Bengaluru have created a reusable mask called EyeShield. It actually kills the COVID-19 virus. It has six layers and the outermost and innermost layers have a fabric infused with a molecule called IS-212. So the way the mask's IS-212 molecule works is similar to how soap and alcohol destroy the COVID-19 virus. It ruptures the lipid envelope of the virus and makes it unstable. So once you break that envelope, the RNA or the genetic material of the virus is exposed and it can't survive anymore. Lab tests both in India and abroad have shown that this mask is the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which causes COVID-19. You're probably thinking another mask? My Instagram feed's filled with people selling masks. How is this different? Mint Sumit Chakrabarti asked one of the founders, Anand Anand Kumar, just that. The eye shield mask. And uh, so I'm just curious. I mean, there must be so many people working on innovations in this area. What What is the differentiator? What's the value proposition of this thing? I think it goes without stating that uh, protective fabric and masks are going to become pretty much ubiquitous. This thing is going to be around with us for who knows, one year, two years, and there could be other zoonotic viruses headed humanity's way. 
And we know without beyond doubt that social distancing, actually masks followed by social distancing, the only two things we can do uh, until a vaccine comes in. We use some very interesting screening techniques and pulled out an old commercial molecule, found a very smart way to link it into cotton substrate, right? And therefore, even after 30 to 40 washes, this thing is not coming out. It's covalently bonded, right? And the activity as Nitish said is reduced by a couple of percent. Then we said we are going to go to a consumer market, but we are a bunch of nerdy scientists. Let's turn on the heat for the science. We're sitting in C-Camp, and believe it or not, we did four to five different validations on this mask in the United States, University of Southern Florida, and in India, at C-Camp, at Indian Institute of Science, and more importantly, at Rajiv Gandhi Center for Biotech. RGCB, as you may know, Trivandrum. Sumit is one of the only important nodal points in South India that can work with coronaviruses. So they put us through very exacting standards of testing. Uh, and very happy to let you know that we were able to clear the virus repeatedly across viruses at 99.99%. And the added advantage is because it's antibacterial and antiviral, as Nitish said, protects you against a broad spectrum of viruses and broad spectrum of bacteria. The iShield team is a big one. It's also a varied one, but they all have a really strong base in science. Anand is a biotech scientist and an entrepreneur who runs Bugworks in Bengaluru, which is a startup developing new antibiotics. Another co-founder, Ashok Vora, is a former chairman of the Singapore-based life sciences company ESCO. Then there's Jogin Desai, the former CEO of the multinational clinical research company Sendute, who is now the co-founder of a cell therapy startup iSTEM. The fourth co-founder, Nitish Satyanarayanan, runs a startup, Ion Life, in Bengaluru, which is developing therapies from venom peptides. He's a scientist who's made the switch into being an entrepreneur. iShield also has two scientific advisors. One of them is Professor Ram Subramaniam, the co-founder of C-Camp in Bengaluru, which is the Center for Cellular and Molecular Platforms. The other advisor is Professor Robert Deshains, who chairs the Department of Molecular Medicine at the University of South Florida in the U.S. They went through hundreds of molecules to see which were the best at rupturing the virus envelope. The next requirement was to bind it to a fabric in an affordable and scalable way. This made IS-212 the best candidate. Cotton makes the mask comfortable for use in a country like India, and it's reusable because the binding keeps the COVID killer molecule attached to the fabric through multiple washes. This is what Nitish told Shumit. that it is washable for 30 times uh, where the activity reduces only by a marginal 2%. Uh, in fact, in lab we have seen that the molecule remains attached as much as 70 washes with about reduction in 5% of activity at, at the end of 70 washes. So this molecule is attached to the fabric and that is one of the differentiators that we're right. the table. So what we've essentially done in this case of eye shield is we've taken a very, very pharma approach into a commodity into a market like masks so what we have essentially done uh, is we went through several molecules whose properties were known before who were shown to be safe before uh, but they tried to 
try to re-engineer and repurpose them to sort of be effective for a COVID virus. In the process, we also realized that it is not just effective against COVID virus, but in fact, a host of uh, pathogens, including gram-positive and gram-negative bacteria, some of which causes the secondary infections for COVID patients like the pneumonia bacteria itself. The next step was clearance from Citra, the South Indian Textile Research Association. This is one of the government-accredited bodies for testing and certification of products like masks, which people can use. Though Citra certified and cleared the mask for public use, it will need further certification to be deemed medical grade for use in hospitals. So for now, Eyeshield is going to the market for everyday use of its mask. Eyeshield's competition comes from a couple of Swiss companies. Living Guard is based in Zurich and it has an antiviral mask. The way it works appears similar to Eyeshield. The difference is in the price availability and the kind of certification that it has. Hike is another Swiss company which is licensing its antiviral technology to textile manufacturers. Ashok Vora, one of the co-founders, explained why Eyeshield is so confident that their product is safe for use against the novel coronavirus. So what's the regulation required for this? I mean, how do I, how does a user know this is uh, safe to use? Products will say that I've been tested at the RGCB Institute and if somebody wants to see my certificate, I can show to them, saying that I've actually taken a real COVID-19 virus, uh, which is an active virus, not a lab virus, uh, applied it to the surface and that it kills it. I have that piece of paper and I'm allowed to say that. Okay. Same for IAC, same for CCAM, same for University of Southern Florida. We have all the reports with us. And uh, so, make a good question that you're asking. So, even these so manufacturing partners that we are speaking with, as I, as I said in my comments, same thing, right? The first entry point is show me the results. For the iShield team, masks are only the beginning. Now that they've figured out how to bind the molecule to other materials, it could be used on anything from plastic and metal to glass and wood. Since these molecules can stay bound to surfaces for three or four days, they're actually better than the ethanol-based disinfectants which evaporate within minutes. So imagine coating a cab seat with this molecule. It's far better than spraying sanitizer on a seat before you settle in. Because we're a bunch of scientists, we're already looking at next generation, not just antiviral, but there's also some very, very interesting, uh, you know, anti-cancerous properties as well as anti-pathogenic properties that we want to bring to molecules that we put on masks. Mask is only a starting point, so because if what we are telling you can be extended, if you know how to get your molecule and the linker on substrates, it can be wood, it can be plastic, it can be glass, it can be PPE, overalls, what have you. Our first goal was to take care of respiratory part. Now the next part is, for example, the touching the surface part. Uh, and there's always a hygiene gap because whenever you spray with ethanol paste or any other disinfectant, it evaporates in five minutes. So there's always a hygiene gap. In fact, we're already now thinking about how can we put this inside a, a, a PPE, which you can make it reusable. These molecules remain stable for 170 degrees. So we're wondering if, can we make a breathable PPE, attach this, which you can then simply sterilize using an autoclave and then reuse for uh, for a better environmental uh, solution. So there are a host of solutions that are going to come from a single platform technology. There are so many uses for this technology, while the main mode of transmission for the COVID-19 virus appears to be saliva or mucus droplets, 
touching infected surfaces is another problem too. So imagine a situation where all kinds of surfaces like our bags, backpacks, our wallets need to have a virus killer fabric. For now the iShield team is in talks with different government departments to see how to make these masks available more widely. They're currently producing the masks with private manufacturers and they're priced at 199 a piece. If government production facilities can be roped in, the price could come down to about 50 a piece, possibly with some changes to the design though. Just a few days ago, the World Health Organization agreed that there seems to be evidence that the COVID-19 virus can be airborne. It's still looking into this, but if airborne transmission does become a major factor in how the virus spreads, then wearing a mask and wearing it properly so that it covers the entire mouth and nose will become more important than ever before to reduce infection. So don't just carry your mask around, wash it, wear it right, and stay safe. You were listening to Startup Inc. I'm Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shalini MB or on Facebook and Instagram at HT Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to htsmartcast.com. Hi, I'm HT Smartcast and I hope you're safe and well. The next episode is about to begin. But just a small message of solidarity before that. In difficult times like these, living in isolation isn't going to be easy. But what if working from home, our own comfort zones, helps us discover new ways of being? What if this calm, this rest, it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply? While that happens, you can find me at htsmartcast.com connecting you to the world of comedy culture motivation news you know just in case you need some smart company thanks for listening take care this was a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.